I feel. I feel like I'm not being given a chance. I feel like this is coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe by embracing this feeling of abandonment, you create the connection you desire. Mm. Ironically, by feeling the thing you're afraid of and avoiding, it opens you to what you desire. So it's the last place the ego would ever look that holds the key to what you deeply desire. Welcome, I'm Alyssa Nobriga, your host of the Healing and Human Potential podcast a place for you to discover the multidimensionality of what it means to be human. Over the past 20 years, I've trained thousands of coaches in my methodology, leveraging my experience as a former psychotherapist, and I'm here to share with you all the wisdom and insights that I've learned along the way. Each week, I'll share with you life-changing tools to support you in awakening and manifesting your dream life from the inside out. We'll be exploring the intersection between ancient wisdom and modern everyday life, really diving deep into the art of human potential through the lens of psychology, spirituality, and coaching. Let's let the magic unfold. Today's episode is on a popular topic that I see hold so many people back from going for their dreams. And it comes up a lot in the coaching and entrepreneurial world, and it's specifically around this fear of failure. And so in this episode, I'll specifically be unpacking insights and hacks that will blow your mind and help you change your relationship with this specific fear. And then in the show, I'll also be giving you a behind the scenes coaching session because I'm a watcher doer. I like to hear about how to do it and then witness it so that I can take you through what it looks like to take your power back from this fear. And then lastly, I'll unpack tangible steps that you can implement in your life right away. But before we dive into this fear of failure, let's first define what fear is exactly. So fear is essentially one of two things, right? It's either this fear that what I love and have is going to be taken away, or I won't get what I want, right? It's always about the mind and the future. And so maybe you've been scared to try something new, or you've been afraid of failing at it. And I want you to know if this is the case, you're not alone. There's actually a recent survey done by the social network Linkagoal that says one in three Americans are scared of failure. And of those people surveyed, almost half of them admitted that this specific fear of failure is the biggest barrier for them following and achieving their dreams. And so it's really common. I want you to know you're not alone. And we all have failures. So I'm going to share a story of one of my own because this experience was a turning point in my life and it's a powerful story. So I devoted 10 years of my life to get licensed as a psychotherapist, and that included different grad schools. I kept actually going to different ones because they closed. Maybe they got their licensure taken away or things changed, but I really stayed with it. And I ended up going to three different graduate programs. I'm grateful for all of it, but it was a long journey. I also had to do about 3,000 hours of unpaid internship work, working with one-to-one clients. And then also to get licensed, you need to take two exams and think of them like the bar for lawyers. So they're not small exams. And so for me with a learning disability, specifically around reading comprehension, it takes a lot for me to go through an exam like that, especially when it's more about the legal aspects of being a clinician rather than just being a good clinician. And so it was a challenge to say the least. And so I took the first test and I passed it. 
And then I took the second test and I did a fill in the blank because I didn't have enough time at the end. And I ended up failing the second exam. And so I had to retake the second test. But what made that even worse was that they had completely changed the exam by that point. And so I had to study for another three months and relearn everything all over again. And it took everything inside me to get behind myself to study for that exam. Because at this point, just to remind you, I had done 10 years of three different graduate programs, almost 3,000 hours of unpaid internship work. And so I knew that if I didn't pass that second exam, if I'd taken it again, I was going to be done. I did not have it inside me to keep going, especially because I loved coaching at that point. And so when the results came, I had the envelope in my hand And I took a moment before opening it, I just paused and I decided that regardless of what it said, it was a success for me, right? I had shown up fully for this calling. It was important to me. I had honored it. And so I took that moment of pause. I opened the envelope and I had passed. And so I want to remind you that you get to define what failure is. We define when it's success or failure. And so with that said, two major factors I see make this specific fear hard. One is that when people think that they've failed or something bad has happened in the past, they're going to unconsciously fear that it's going to happen again. And that's going to just make them hesitant and really unable to step into their full potential. So for example, if you loved somebody or something and it hurt, you may fear loving that much again. Or if you started your first company and it flopped, you're probably going to be hesitant to start again if you don't do the inner work around it, right? You may be afraid that your next business is going to flop as well. And so that being timid is going to hold you back. And so anything that you haven't forgiven from the past does hold us back in the future. But if we're willing to open our hearts and our minds and really learn from our mistakes, it's going to be easier to move forward and feel empowered. And ironically, then we're going to be more successful as a result. So the inner work does pay off in practical and experiential ways. And so in a moment, I'm going to share with you a coaching session where you'll see me help a woman move through this fear of failure by actually doing forgiveness work and rewriting her story. Because when we forgive ourselves and any judgments that we've held into about ourselves or our failures, what we're capable of, then we can move forward from a place of acceptance versus a place of fear, right? It really allows us to let go of the past and we feel lighter, but then we move forward with our goals in a more graceful and efficient way. And so self-forgiveness really gives you your power back. It gives you your energy. You can use that for whatever feels alive and true in your heart, but it also allows you just to take action from that clean slate. And so in that, we discover that compassion is actually productive, right? It not only feels good, but it also helps us do better. I want you to remember that. I mean, imagine a toddler not being okay with failure, right? Think about a child learning how to ride a bike. If they fall down and you yell at that child, do you think that they're actually going to be more successful riding? No, probably not, right? It not only stunts their growth, but it also hurts them. Versus if you say, okay, honey, falling is a part of your learning. You're doing great. It's totally okay. They're going to feel a lot more eager to get back up again. Same is true with ourselves. And we can learn a lot from kids. And I think since kids don't get caught up in their minds about the future or making things mean something about them, that's how they grow so much every day trying new things on. They just keep getting up and going. 
And so the second major factor that this specific fear, I think, really holds people back is because they think who they are is what they do. That if they failed, then they are a failure. And when our self-worth is tied up with our performance, it's a lot harder to navigate the ups and downs of any new experience. It's also just not true. You are not what you do. And when we can forgive ourselves for thinking it meant anything about us, we actually find our freedom in it. It may have been about your performance, but it's a lot easier to hear that feedback and course correct when your ego is not personalizing and making it mean something about you, right? You can pivot. And so watch the mind because it's going to try to do that and know that you are not a failure, even if you failed at something. And it's the identity with this that hurts. Everyone who steps into mastery knows that failure is a part of success. And failure is not about you personally. And knowing this helps us cultivate a healthy relationship with failure. It's not about not trying to have it. It's about cultivating that healthy relationship, knowing it's okay to be here. And ironically, that supports us in doing better as a result. And I love this quote from Michael Jordan. He said, I've missed over 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. And so when people are afraid of failing, what happens is ironically, the ego is subconsciously projecting fear into the unknown. You just want to wake up from that trap of thinking. And every time I failed at something or bought into the idea that I know what should or shouldn't have happened, I hurt. And so when I hurt, I slow down to really look and get honest with myself and ask, can I absolutely know what should or shouldn't have happened? And in my own truth, in my own inquiry, I can't 100% know what should or shouldn't have happened from my limited egoic perspective. And when I align with what did happen, because arguing with the past doesn't change the past, I not only feel better, but ironically, I can then get my energy back to create the change that I'm wanting. And also the story isn't over yet, so we don't know. And I'll share with you a story I love that really illustrates this. It's of this old Chinese farmer who one day had his horse run away. And when he heard the news, his neighbors came over to visit and they were like, that's such bad luck. And the farmer said, maybe. And then the next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three other wild horses. And so the neighbors came over and they were like, how wonderful. And this old man replied, maybe. The following day, his son tried to ride one of the untamed horses and he was thrown off and he broke his leg. The neighbors said, that's too bad. And the farmer said, maybe. The next day, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. But by seeing that the son's leg was broken, they actually just passed him by. And the neighbors congratulated this farmer on how well things had really turned out for him. And of course, the farmer said, maybe. And so when we can see beyond the limited conclusions of the mind, not only do we have more peace because we're not future tripping, but it also opens us to new innovative ideas and creative solutions. And most of the time, what we actually fear doesn't even happen. And so if we never step outside our comfort zone to discover life beyond our fears, we're not going to discover all that it has available to us. But obviously, because we can't control life, it only leads to frustration and disappointment as well. Imagine having a fulfilling career doing what you love, working from anywhere in the world, setting your own hours while making good money and a big impact. 
If that lights you up, then I'm super excited to share with you today's sponsor, the Institute for Coaching Mastery. This is my robust, accredited, year-long certification program for newer seasoned coaches, therapists, leaders, and those just looking to up-level their life in a profound way. We have an amazing community of students from all around the world who have really started their journey to expand with us both personally and professionally. And this experience is designed to give you the three things that you need to thrive. So first, you have all of the tools and support you need to move past what's been holding you back so that you can completely change the trajectory of your life. And then you learn how to masterfully and confidently facilitate transformation with your clients or your team, regardless of your niche, if you wanna do health, business, relationship, or you just have no idea yet, we hold your hand through that. And then lastly, you'll receive my Six Figure and Beyond signature roadmap that's customizable to meet you wherever you are. So whether you wanna do high ticket sales, online marketing, or you just wanna hit six figures without ever needing to go on social media, we've got you covered. And this truly is the most rewarding work in the world. We have new students now who have a waitlist of dream clients in under a year. We also have seasoned students who are doing $80,000 months. And this is really about creating lasting transformation from the inside out so that you can share your gifts and serve the world in all the ways that you're called to. And I've seen firsthand the power of what happens when you have the community to collaborate with, but you also have the right tools and resources to really thrive. And so whether you wanna do your own personal development, you're wanting to become a coach, or you're just looking for a cutting edge approach to really grow your business, the Institute for Coaching Mastery is for you. You are held every single step of the way. And so if you wanna get behind the scenes access to the Institute with three proven transformational tools for free to help you create the business and life you love, all you have to do is go to alissanobriga.com forward slash tools, or you can find us at alissanobriga.com forward slash apply now to see all the details and apply today. And so another alternative is to learn the right tools to navigate our inner experience so that we can find freedom regardless of whatever situation life throws our way. And as we begin to align with what's happening rather than resist it or letting fear lead our lives, we find a lot more flow and ease. But instead of just talking about this with you, I want to show you a behind the scenes coaching session where I walk a beautiful woman through a powerful tool to help get her power back and break free from this fear of failure. That way it's not just conceptual, but you can kind of see this behind the scenes experience around how do you get more present and productive so that you can go towards your dreams. And just to give you a little context, I bring in somatic work as well as mindset work. And because a lot of people don't know what somatic work is, I'm going to share a little bit with you here to context it. So soma means body. And so somatic work is also known as embodiment work, if you've heard that. And the body is the unconscious, meaning it holds and stores past memories and experiences that we're often unaware of. And since most people tend to repress, push down, or suppress their emotions, those kind of hard, quote unquote, hard feelings, they get locked in our bodies. If avoiding worked, I'd be all for it, but it just postpones things. And so not only does that affect our current reality, but it also affects our performance. And so we want to learn ways to let go of this stored stuck energy so we can access our vitality and come back into more easily stepping into creating the lives that we're called to. And so this is a beautiful part of embodiment work that you don't actually need to know this story about whatever happened in your past to clear it through your nervous system. 
And since thoughts create feelings, once that stored energy is released in your body, it's really important to learn to do mindset work to clear it at the root. Otherwise, you're going to keep looping doing somatic work, right? So you present it in your body, you clear it, and then you get it at the root, which is in your mind, so you don't keep looping in that. And my goal really is to show you that it doesn't have to be hard or take a long time. That's really the beauty of having the right tools and trainings so that you can apply this to all areas of your life. That's what I'm here for. And so now I'm going to share with you an eight minute coaching session clip, walking you through one way to do this work specifically around the fear of failure. And then I'm going to break down practical ways that you can apply these insights in your own life. So is there something in your life where you feel like you failed at something? I got laid off from a job. And it felt like there wasn't an option where there was no transform, transformative process where mm-hmm. we could have fixed things. Yeah. It was like I was given an ultimatum mm-hmm. and no feedback prior to that. Yeah. So it felt like as a person who is fairly aware of things um, and definitely an empath like I should have known. Mm. I should have been able to see the science mm. before the cards fell the way that they did. Yeah. So I feel like I failed to recognize that mm. something wasn't going well. Okay. There's a lot of tenderness in that. It's okay that that's here. You don't have to push it down. Yeah, just let it come up, honey. It's okay. Just let it come up. You can cry. Yeah. Just allowing it to be here. Why don't we just give some words to this part so that it just does flow out and you don't need to hold on to yeah. it. I feel. I feel like I'm not being given a chance. I feel like there's not understanding or a willingness to come to an understanding. I feel like this is coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the feeling that you are avoiding? Abandoned. Okay. That's it. Yeah. So what, where do you feel this abandonment in your body right now? Feel it in my throat and my neck. Um, like right behind my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Good somatic tracking. Yeah. So let's close our eyes for a second. And let's just take your awareness into those sensations in your throat and behind your heart. And just breathe acceptance into that energy, the sensation of abandonment, not the story. Just what's here right now. Breathing into, opening to feeling this sensation without any agenda. It doesn't need to be any different. We're just dropping into the very thing that you have abandoned and meeting it directly right now with compassion, with curiosity, with openness. And I want you to start opening the aperture of your awareness so it goes beyond your body and you start feeling the walls in the room. And you also simultaneously feel this sensation in your throat, if it's still there, and in your, the back of your heart. So you're both holding this spacious awareness that allows for this energy to be here. 
but diluted in this larger container than your body. Without any agenda, we're just meeting and allowing a sensation to be here. What do you notice? What's here? The tension in my neck has almost gone completely away and what felt like pain from the front to the back of my heart only feels like it's in my shoulder bone. Okay. So, so it sounds like it's, it's dissolving a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost more reachable because uh-huh. um, it's closer to the surface. Yeah. So what does that tell you? So maybe by embracing this feeling of abandonment, you create the connection you desire. Mm. And this is what I call the paradox of transformation. Ironically, by feeling the thing you're afraid of and avoiding, it opens you to what you desire. So ironically, by embracing unworthiness, I feel Mm -hmm. worthy. By embracing loneliness, I feel connected. Start to see this? Mm -hmm. So it's the last place the ego would ever look that holds the key to what you deeply desire. So this is the somatic piece of this. So no longer do you need to be afraid of feeling this or stay caught up in your mind trying to overthink and hypervigilant about how they see you or play it out with them when you have a direct experience and access to what it is you desire. And now we comb through a little bit of the mind, right? So because we could keep feeling it and we could also question the root, the misunderstanding Yeah? Yeah. So let's clarify what that misunderstanding was. The should, whatever the should statement was, should or shouldn't. I mean, underneath it was just trying to protect you from not feeling this. Now that we felt it, it's moving through the body. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure that the ego doesn't keep recreating that loop, projecting onto other job situations or opportunities or people. Yeah. We should have had more feedback or conversations before. Okay. The ultimatums. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that then you don't feel it. Just making sure you got that. And then we yeah. learn to feel it and you'll have less of that narrative. Okay. Yeah. So they sh- should have had more conversations. So close your eyes, get mindful and look at the image in your mind when you were believing that, that they should have had more conversations with you before letting you go. And let's press mute on that movie. And I want you to look again, fresh from this perspective Can you know without a shadow of a doubt that they should have had more conversations with you before letting you go? Yes. Okay, where's your proof other than your mind? The proof is in the feeling. Oh. In this, like, when I press pause. Yeah. So then you're saying that you base your reality off of what you feel. Yeah, it's a, there's a deeper knowing that I'm worth those conversations, even if they're hard. Mm -hmm. And you were starting with you, that you are worth those conversations to you. Yeah. Because they don't have the power to make you feel that way. Yeah, that's it. That's right. And there's a misunderstanding there that if we control them and make sure that they have those conversations, then I won't feel this Mm. way. And what I'm saying is, regardless of what they do, you have your power to have these conversations with yourself and question how they should be yeah. so that you're okay. Yeah. 
and let's help you find your okayness independent of how they show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless of those conversations, they are no mark against what I know about myself. That's right. And it was probably your misunderstandings about them letting you go, your interpretation of what that meant about you that yeah. hurt you more than them letting you go. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good to notice that. Yeah, that I'm not a failure. No. Good. I'm, I know that I'm not a failure. That's right. That's not what that situation was telling me. That's what I let it tell me for a very long time. And what is your truth now? That I'm not a failure, that I'm worth having, I'm worth embracing <laughs> that I'm a badass bitch and that I know what I'm worth. <laughs> Did you notice how she got her energy back after she changed the narrative about what that experience was and not let it define her? So one powerful and helpful point I want to highlight is being able to go back to a situation that you feel like you failed at or something was hard and then see what was actually true in that experience beyond your immediate conclusion about it. So as I invited her to get mindful and really presence what she was avoiding, what she was running away from, she actually started to integrate it. You watched it dissolve. That's because when we face the very thing we're afraid of, it no longer has power over us. And so learning to open to the feeling as a sensation, not a story, is what helps us get free. It integrates into our nervous system. And so she was able to presence this fear in her body with compassion and acceptance, and you watched it naturally started to let go on its own. And so what I invite people to do is to stretch the capacity to be with the sensation rather than trying to cope with it or outperform it. And then it doesn't hold us back from moving forward on our dreams, right? It's presenced and then we're a lot lighter. And it's really important that you do this work without an agenda. And so if you do want to try this, I highly suggest bite-sizing the work so it's manageable and then you don't get overwhelmed by it. And I'm all about you trying things out, testing it for yourself, but I want to be really clear that if you have big T trauma, I do not suggest doing this on your own or with a coach. You really do want to work with a trauma specialist or a psychotherapist. And coaches are not meant to treat big T trauma. That's outside their scope. And just to be really clear, this podcast is solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is absolutely not intended to be a substitute for the advice of any physician, any coach or psychotherapist, even any qualified professional that you're seeing one-to-one as your personal support system. So in closing, I just want to highlight for you and help you remember from this episode some things that I think can support you. That often it's the conclusions that we make up about ourselves that hurts us more than the actual situation. And remember that you are not a failure. You may have failed at something, but it doesn't mean anything about you. We always have the power to choose how we want to be with ourselves as we're learning something new. And when we acknowledge our humanity and recognize that we're always doing the best that we know how, even if our behaviors don't match up with our aspirations, in the willingness to let go of any judgment or identification with thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, ironically, it allows us the freedom to expand into the awareness of who we truly are. 
And by offering ourselves forgiveness and compassion, not only does it open us to heal, but it can also more easily help us learn from our mistakes and move forward in a healthier and happier way. And this quote sums up the truth about failure perfectly. Don't be afraid to start over again. This time you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And so the next time you feel a sense of failure, you may try to take 30 to 90 seconds to breathe into that contraction in your body, just welcoming it and discover the freedom that happens when you do. Thank you so much for doing this work that changes the world, starting with yourself. It truly does make a difference. And if you're finding value in this podcast, a cost-free way to support us is by leaving an up to five-star review. It does mean the world to us. And as a thank you gift, we're going to send you one of the most powerful tools that you will ever discover. You're going to get behind the scenes access, showing you how to live into your full potential without letting fear hold you back from stepping into your dreams. Just head over to Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review now. You can take a screenshot before hitting submit and then go to alissanobriga.com forward slash podcast to upload it. And make sure to have your automatic downloads turned on wherever you listen so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I have so much magic I can't wait to share with you. And you can find all this information in the show notes below. But lastly, if you're on Instagram, I love connecting and hearing from you. So come on over and say hello. I'm at alissanobriga. Thank you again for being here. I cannot wait to share more with you.